Hello and welcome to Hank's Place. In Matthew 14, Jesus, after feeding the 5,000 men plus women and children, instructed his disciples to get into a boat and cross over the Lake of Galilee while he dismissed the crowds, saying he would catch up with them later. Well, after dismissal of the crowds, he goes up a mountain to pray. <laughs> there, in the middle of the night, he sees the disciples in the middle of the lake, straining at the oars, for the wind was against them. And he comes to them, walking on the water. At first, they're terribly afraid, but then, getting over that, Peter asks Jesus to bid him to come to him. And Jesus says, come. And there we find Peter miraculously walking on the water to Jesus. Peter, you see, had a word from God, come. By God's word, the universe sprang into being. God's words are very substantial. This word was both an invitation and a promise from God, something to be believed. And Peter believed, and he acted on it. Peter was walking on water. But then he looked at his situation. He saw the wind and he began to sink. The promise was real and remained real. The invitation to do what no man had ever done before was genuine. Peter believed at first, but then the situation, the circumstances rather overwhelmed him and caused him to let go of that promise. It's happened to all of us, my friend. Thankfully, Jesus was right there and he rescued Peter, just as he's done for us time and time again. God promises to keep his promises toward us. That's found in Genesis chapter 28, verse 15. He does it. God also watches over his word to perform it. That's Hebrews chapter 1, verse 12. That's another way of saying that he makes sure he keeps all his promises toward us. Our part, in order that grace may abound, is to believe the word of God, to hold fast to those promises that he has made. And unlike Peter in this situation, let us keep a focused eye upon Jesus and not the situation around us. For it's not what we see that ultimately makes the difference. It's not what others are saying that makes the difference. But it's what God has said to us that makes all the difference. So my dear friend, consider his promises toward you. Put God in remembrance of those promises. How would you do that? Well, when you pray, don't just pray the problem, but <laughs> include the promise. Just like David. In so many of the Psalms, he would begin talking about his enemies, about the circumstances, but then he would go on to remind God that he knows who he's praying to, the Almighty One, who has sworn to keep his promises of protection, of provision, of deliverance, of victory for David, and for you and me, friend. Miracles await us. Let's talk more about his promises when we're praying, <laughs> all right? And, and not about what's not working or what things may look like. Let's do that. You know what? We'll come alive.